Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cobb's Corner. This is your host, Braden Cobb, and you're listening to The Business Show, where we bring you insights and interviews from innovative minds in the business world from all levels of expertise. This is Season 1, Episode 5, A Life in the Hills. Today with me, I have Liam Wolf. Hey, Braden. Just uh, thankful to be on here on your podcast. It's really uh, an honor to be Episode number 5. Yeah, so I've known Liam for a very long time. We went to school together. We played baseball against each other. We played baseball with each other and ultimately had a ton of classes together growing up. So we were able to enjoy middle school and high school together. And now we're living in two separate towns. He's going to school out in California and I'm out in Arizona. And it's good to connect with him. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am currently studying biochemistry at Fresno State, um, just put in the majority of my time into my schooling, trying to get all caught up, as I'll explain later. But just, you know, doing that, doing work, working out, trying to find ways to make money whenever I can. And yeah. Yes, you're keeping yourself busy. So you're one of the brave souls to take on a biochemistry major. What, um... What made you want to start that? Have you always been in, um, always been interested in that type of field? Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say I've always been interested in it. I've always been naturally good at science um, ever since, you know, seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade biology, all that good stuff. I've always been pretty, it just came to me naturally, per se, and um but going into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I just thought that a business degree would be the smart idea. So I pretty much went into college looking to get a business marketing degree. And I took those classes for a year and a half. And then I eventually realized as I was working at an orthodontist office here in town that I think it's a great opportunity to be able to spend time with my family and make some good money. So I was looking for a switch and uh, the classes that were prerequisites ended up being either biology or biochemistry. Yeah, so I mean, business prerequisites and your major classes versus chemistry, sciences, that's a, that's a really big difference. So did you find yourself falling behind on a lot of classes did you have any sort of uh like layover between the two majors or did you have to completely restart um there was a little bit of layover there wasn't much i mean i was always taking over the 15 units with uh my business degree so which helped out with uh elective courses when i switched to biochemistry but other than that there wasn't much layover as they're two totally different fields and totally different uh, general ed courses that are needed to, you know, move up the ranks to go into major coursework. Yeah, so let's let's throw back a little bit to when you were younger. What were you interested in at a young age? What um, hobby-wise, school-wise, work-wise, what were you interested in when you were growing up, a little, a little young kid? Um, well, like you said, we were friends from 
baseball, competing, being teammates. Um, yeah, so I was really interested in sports and pretty much just hanging out with the boys, really. Um, that's all that I did when I was younger was just have a good time on the field and off the field with my friends. So we have two very big similarities. One is we love playing sports together. And two is we are locals at physical therapy and the doctor's office. So do you kind of want to tell them what has happened with you over the years and what you've had to go through on your end? Yeah, so sophomore year, I uh, was playing football, just practiced. Um, we were going full contact, and I made a play on the ball playing DB, and I actually dislocated my uh, left shoulder and ended up tearing my labrum, which ended up needing... I think it was five or six anchors, which in the grand scheme of thing, I believe it's not that much. Um, but it got so bad to the point where it was popping out in my sleep and I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I had to get surgery. And then not, I don't even think it was a year later, I ended up dislocating my right shoulder, just messing around. And I decided to go in and get an MRI and I had pretty much done the same exact thing on my right shoulder. So we both kind of had to put a halt to sports at the same time. And I don't know about you, but I found myself very bored after I realized how much time I truly put into sports. And honestly, it was more time than school. And I felt like it was just a part of me that I didn't realize how big of an impact it had on my life. But as I continued to be bored for a little while, I had to pick up some sort of work. And then that's that's kind of where my introduction to business started. I think it was when I quit baseball and I had all my knee surgeries and knee pains and I just couldn't do any longer. So I feel like I was forced to um, find something to do. Were you kind of in the same situation? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I didn't really get into the business side of things. I looked um, at a couple of things like drop shipping and whatnot, but I just really didn't have the motivation to get into it at a young age because I had pretty much everything handed to me on a silver platter. My parents were super good giving me gas money. I pretty much had everything I wanted and I didn't really see a need for money. But as you get older, you know, you start to mature and find that, you know, maybe making money isn't such a bad idea and focusing on that. Yeah. So um, what has your what has your college experience been like? What um, how has it been out at Fresno State? What um, what is your overall experience been? Uh, it's been pretty, pretty good. I feel like it takes up the majority of my time in my day, just driving to class from class. Um, labs and whatnot as soon as I got into my biochemistry um, degree. But uh, with business, I had a lot more free time. I feel like because it was COVID too, not a lot of in-person classes. So I had more time to like venture out and look into businesses, work more, get money in a sense. Yeah, so 
you um you were always one of the smartest kids in all sorts of science classes we all knew that that was something that came naturally to you you had the name dr liam for as long as anyone can remember nobody knows 50 percent of your vocab in the medical field but um how is how has your classes been at fresno state are they have they come to you pretty easy are they pretty tough i mean it it's no walk in the park for a normal person taking those type of classes. Um, you know, I I would say that it was a little bit of a shock because chemistry was always my least favorite science, but going to Fresno State and taking the chemistry courses, it's pretty much become one of my favorites just because comparing it to calculus or physics, like those classes are just so brutal, so hard that it makes science easy in in my eyes at least so i feel like that's pretty much just been a consistent pattern in my life just science being easier but it it hasn't really got harder i've just had to put more time into learning the yeah that makes sense i mean a lot of classes as you start to get an upper division especially they get more niche based and everything's a lot more specific and you're seeing words that you didn't even know were actually English. And yeah, especially in your field, I mean, you're seeing stuff that's you've never even heard of. And like you've heard of a lot, but like I'm sure you're seeing stuff that you have no idea how to pronounce this word and no idea what it means. And I mean, that alone is a learning curve. Like in the business world, like if you see like especially like in real estate, like if you see a word or like in marketing, you're able to like break it down and like use some sort of like context clues. Like no, in the medical world, like you look at you look at a word and your first thought is how do you even pronounce this thing? Like it's a little it's a little bit different of a of a learning curve for sure. So um what is your uh what's your day to day entail? Can you run me through like top to bottom, what does a day in the life of Liam Wolf look like? Well, pretty much I try to get up before eight because I try to book normal classes when I can or early classes. Sorry. Um, so I try to get up, try to get the 8 a.m. classes out of the way. And then it kind of just propels me into my day. So after class at eight, I'll go to the gym whenever I get out of class, be there for an hour or two. Then I'll come home, shower, go to work for five hours, um, come home, shower again, and then just homework until around eight. And then I have a little bit of leisure time that I try to spend with either my family, my girlfriend, or friends. Yeah, so are you, um, are you finding yourself wanting to graduate quickly and get done with school quickly are you eager to kind of start what you're doing or do you are you fine taking it slow and being patient like do you enjoy learning or are you kind of ready to just hop into it? i know you got a long way to go but yeah uh i kind of like trying to do things uh at a normal pace but with wasting one and a half years uh doing business it was the business degree um it was pretty pretty obvious that I needed to get on my high horse and get things going. It hasn't been easy. I've been taking upwards of 16 units um, this semester, um, 17 units in uh, the fall of last semester. 
and then even squeezing in 11 units over the summer and then five units in the winter. It's just a never-ending cycle that I can't wait uh, to stop. Well, there's no escaping it until you get through it. But um, So that puts us right into once you get all this done, you're going to be going straight in the business world. Let's um let's talk about what you're doing currently. What what is your business life like right now? I know I know you've been working at an orthodontist for a while. What um you want to tell me about that? Yeah, so I actually started working there right out of high school. It was COVID actually, so I graduated and then I think it was the next week I got like a real shock about the real world and like getting up doing a eight to four nine to five situation um and yeah it was it was pretty uh it was pretty scary honestly i had all this money coming in because i was working full-time because it was covid and i actually just got into the office to test temperatures pretty much because of covid um but i got that job because my mom knew the manager and the manager was like, oh, Liam's hardworking. He could do it. And I eventually worked up to pretty much manage the lab at the orthodontist company that I work at and even do simple appointments, um, seeing patients in chairs and whatnot. That hasn't been the case recently because I haven't had like a solid schedule where I'm in a lot and I don't want the doctors to pretty much rely on me and me not be there. So I, I've just stuck to making retainers um, on all the aligner cases, retainer cases, stuff like that. Um, and it's pretty beneficial for me to work at an orthodontist office when that's pretty much what I want to go into when I'm older. Yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you next. Is this, after you've worked there for so long and you've seen so many different sides of the business, is is that what you think you want to do? I mean, a lot of people try something out and they realize it might not be for them. But is this, um, has this been right up your alley? Has it been a pleasant surprise? Has it been, what, what do you think about that? Oh, yeah, it's totally been a pleasant surprise. It's been an easy ride, I'd say, so far. I love who I've worked for. and they're awesome. The doctors are great. And I could totally see myself doing orthodontics in the future. Yeah, that's awesome. So how, um, so you chose, you got through this orthodontics through referral to your mom. So that's, that's an awesome way to get into things. That's funny because I actually got my first traditional job at Chipotle through my dad. And I mean, a little bit different scale comparing an orthodontist to uh, Chipotle. But um, yeah, both of us, both of us had our way in and you stayed there a little longer than I did. But yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, we still had the same sort of entry. So um, yeah, so who's who's been your most um, influential mentor? Who uh, Who's kind of taught you everything you know and guided you along the right path? Um, I would say my parents. Ever since I was little, they've always pushed me to be the best version of myself and really wake up and make every minute of every day count to bettering myself and who I am as a person. But on the professional side of things, the doctors have been really great. Um, and just like 
having every day be a learning opportunity for me is awesome. Yeah, it's great to be able to take advantage of someone and work under them and really pick their brain, especially the ones who are able to be really open about what they do and teach you what they do and not like be so concealed about everything. The ones who are open are the ones you learn the most from. And yeah, shout out, shout out Mr. and Mrs. Wolf. You guys are, you guys are great. Everyone loves you guys. And um, so is there anything you've been working on behind the scenes? Are you pretty, I know you're slammed right now, but um, is there anything you've been working on or even think about working on? Maybe something you want to take on? Or? Um, yeah, actually, I kind of dabble in uh, options trading on the stock market if I wake up early enough, which is rarely because I burn the candle at both ends. So I try to get in my sleep when I can. But um, yeah, I, I dabble in that. And then um, behind the scenes, I really just study, study, try to get ready for the DAT, which is the next step, which I plan on taking at the end of uh, this summer. So what, what's the DAT? The DAT is a standardized test for dental school. So it pretty much, um, it's kind of like the SAT. Okay, so you take you take the DAT and then that's what gets you in to medical school. Uh, well, for medical school, it would be the MCAT, but for dental school, it's the DAT. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Is that is that test pretty hard or how do you have to study after that test or how does how does that test um, go well it's so it's out of 30 so it's kind of like the new form of the act how they changed the act to 36 so it's kind of on that same uh range but it's it's a lot harder i'd say um a really good score is a 20 out of 30 so yeah so oh, wow. i get 2022 20, I'll be I'll be stoked. Yeah, well I mean, I'm sure you can do it. A little bit of natural talent, some studying, some experience and hopefully you'll be riding your way there. So, you said you started um looking into researching about options trading. How um how has that been? Has that been a, a learning experience? Have you been able to kind of break into the investment world a little bit on your uh, free yeah, time? Yeah, a little bit. I I want to so much as rely on it for like day-to-day -day income which is probably a good thing because if i made all this money right now i wouldn't be you know driven to do much with my degree or anything so it's kind of a blessing losing money every now and then you know <laughs> if i kept on winning i wouldn't want to stop so it's it's for sure been a learning experience though yeah, that's good. That's that's one of the one things that I haven't got into that I'm hesitant to get into because not I mean, I'd be in the same boat. I wouldn't really want to do it to make like money like that would be the primary goal. I'd do it to want to learn like a new skill. But I feel like that's one of those things like if you just win big once and then the psychology in the back of your mind that like wants you to keep like your limiter and keep your numbers you're not going to go over and then you're like oh i can just do a little bit more oh i can yeah. do it a little bit more and then before you know it everything can go downhill but that's one of the things that i would like to learn about even not even necessarily do it but learn about as well i know we have a couple buddies like dylan's been getting into it a little bit and same with cj and they've they've gotten into it as well but that's one of 
couple of things I haven't I haven't quite hit on exactly, but I mean I think it'd be I think it'd be fun to get into in the future. Maybe try it out. And um, so what's what is your ultimate goal? What is your overall goal? What do you want to do? Are you wanting to work for someone? You want to own your own practice? Uh, yeah. So I'm not quite too sure. Um, I'd totally be fine with working for someone for a couple of years, but I think the ultimate goal for me is to own my own practice and, you know, just if that means buying someone's books from them, or, which is like their patients, because if as doctors get older, older, they have to retire. Um, so you could buy their clientele from them. Um, and open up shop somewhere. I'm not sure if I want to stay in California. Um, so it's pretty much all up in the air because, you know, where I work is uh, Fresno. So I don't know if that's the end goal for me. You don't. You don't know if Fresno in general is the no. longest goal for you. No. But <laughs> I mean, that just comes with time, though. I mean, you're in school right now. You get your school done. Do you even know where you want to do dental school? At? Is there is Fresno even a good option for dental school, or are there other places that you're even considering straight once you get your um your degree? Um. Yeah. So for Fresno, um, I don't think that there is a dental school in Fresno. I've looked into a couple. There's UCSF, which is San Francisco, uh, UOP, which is University of the Pacific, which is like Stockton, I believe. Um, but I think their dental school might actually be in San Francisco as well. And then uh, Loma Linda, which is down south, as well as UCLA. I'm not too picky about where I go just because it's a blessing to get into any dental school, really. So. I'm keeping my options open, not too dead set on any of them. Just hopefully God puts the right one in my life. Yeah, so are you wanting are you wanting to get all through dental school and then how does that process work? Once you get through dental school, first how how long is so dental school? It depends. Um UOP is I believe they do a three year program um and they have shorter breaks. Um, I want to say that they're only like a week long, a week in the summer, a week in the uh, winter, but you're done in three years instead of four. Um, whereas Loma Linda and UCSF are four years. But then the orthodontics residency is um, three years at UOP and two years at Loma Linda. So it should be about the same time. It should be about six years. Yeah, so you have a few places that you've looked into in California. Has out-of-state been something that you've considered as well? Are you wanting to apply? I mean, because like you said, getting into any dental school is a blessing. I mean, that's what happens in that sort of field is you have to apply to a bunch of places and wherever you get in, you then make an option. It's not like at a high school where you you have your number one option and you're so dead set and that's all you apply to like it's the competitions through the roof and you got to go where you get in so i'm assuming you've looked a little bit into out of state uh, yeah, as well I've, I've looked a little bit there there's a couple in iowa that i looked into a couple in kentucky but i haven't really given this serious thought just because out-of-state tuition when tuition's already 
extremely expensive just isn't that enticing. Obviously, I'd have to make the sacrifice if I don't get into one in California, but I I think I want to stay in California to pursue um, uh, doctorates. Yeah, well, that's that's exciting stuff. I don't personally, I don't know if I could go down the road of a doctorate, but um, I'm going for a master's. And I mean, I know that's two different two different industries, but um, yeah, that's a that's exciting stuff. And I mean, it takes especially as we get closer and closer, it does honestly take a lot of discipline to be able to finish it out. And I mean, there's a point where you've gone too far, you can't get back. But then there's also that middle ground where you start getting in your head of, oh, I'm done with school and I want to cut it short. And then in the short run, that sounds great because you want to go make money. But then people got to remember that once you have this degree, then I mean, you're off to a great start. You got to put in the you got to put in the money, time and experience in the front end. And then in the back end, that's one of the that's one of the big industries that it's almost like an instant payout. Like you are, you're getting crazy experience all the way up through it, but you're working at a base level. And then as soon as you have that degree, you're, you're kind of off to the races. And I mean, like you said, you want to work or you would be okay with working through another company, which a lot of people do to gain additional experience, which I mean, could also be a great idea. I know it depends on the situation, but, um, also having the flexibility of having your own practice is something that a lot of people strive for. It's kind of like home ownership. People want to be homeowners and they want to buy their home out. It's like having your own business. They want to have the flexibility of having their own business and have no sort of ceiling. They want to, I mean, it's infinite opportunities when you're owning your own practice, but I know that's a whole lot of risk that you're also adding on yourself. So it's kind of it's weighing the odds and balancing to make sure you're making the right decision. So I know, I know it's a lot and it's a lot of work and it's hard work. And those classes in general are not always the most fun, but um, I know it makes it easier when you love what you're doing, you're passionate about it. But I'm hoping that everything goes through well and you keep up with it. And I know it's hard, but someone could do something in that field. It's you. But um, so would you say you're happy with where you're at and where you're kind of tracking? Um, yeah. Um. I, I try not to be too happy about it because that's where that drive comes from. But overall, I'd say I'm in a pretty good place right now just with being productive with my day as a 21-year-old, staying focused, just pretty much getting stuff done that I need to get done in a day's time. Yeah, so what... um. Is there anything you hope to accomplish in the near future? I mean, I know you're I know you're getting ready to go through school and you're hitting these little benchmarks where you get done with your under your under degrees and then you go with your upper divisions and is there anything in the near future that you're kind of looking forward to uh, accomplish? Yeah, getting done with calculus and physics. That's my biggest thing. Those classes <laughs> are the death of me right now. I've put in so many hours just trying to keep my head above water and keep my 4.0 alive but other than that that's pretty much it yeah oh gosh those classes take me back to high school thank goodness i never had to take physics that was one class i successfully avoided for life but calculus i got a curveball and once i transferred to asu i thought i was all done 
got all my classes and math done at my community college. I come to ASU and they have some ASU business program specific calculus class. And I was like, you have to be kidding me. So I'm finally, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm completely done. Nothing sneaks up. I think the closest I have to math is some sort of supply chain, data analytics, and then finance. Finance is not fun, but like finance is like my last, my last kind of hurdle I'm, I'm looking forward to getting over. But um, yeah, those, I have nothing to complain about. I mean, <laughs> physics is no joke. I know that was one of the hardest, um, one of the hardest classes at Buchanan. Did you ever take no, uh, physics in high did. school? I, I wish I took high school more seriously, honestly, because having those little steps just introductory into science like AP Bio, chemistry, and whatnot, it, it was super helpful. So just going into college, not knowing a thing about physics, and I actually took physics over a winter intercession, which is three weeks long. So every day, was a week worth of work and it was just absolutely brutal didn't retain much information and now i'm in my second semester and it's catching up it's it is not fun <laughs> but yeah calculus on the other hand as you know it's, like you said you took it at uh, asu it is it's a whole other monster it's absolutely brutal I mean, and you took you took calculus in high school as well. Like I thought I was coming in so prepared and I thought it'd be a walk in the park. Oh my goodness, did I forget everything that I learned in high school? Like yeah, everything. Yeah. I actually I actually didn't take calculus in high school. I was in the class for the first two weeks, but I ended up missing my first week of or no, first two weeks of school because I had mono. So I, I dropped out of high I remember that. They had already taken like a unit test. And I was like, I, I'm not even going to try oh. to. Yeah. Catch up, play the catch up game on something that's totally new. No, yeah, that's not fun. Well, you got to bypass it in high school, but hey, yeah. welcome. Yeah, now you got right? it in college. It, it, is, <laughs> it is not fun. Oh, so, um, where can people find you online? Do you wanna do you wanna drop your Instagram? Do you have do, do you have a have LinkedIn, LinkedIn that you know on hand? My Instagram is Liam dot Wolf L I A M period W O L F like the animal. All right, and what you need to get your LinkedIn going? I mean, that's LinkedIn's such a it's such a great site. I mean, I've I've like found that it's been beneficial recently. But like I never found it beneficial until like I actually like put some time into building it. But um, there's some crazy opportunities on it that I actually wasn't aware of. But um, I don't know. It's just it's cool seeing a networking platform that like everyone on there is like actually like mm. focused. Like, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I can't say everyone, but like the majority of people. Like you go on Instagram and you see stuff that you never want to see again in your life, and then you go on LinkedIn and it's just like a bunch of guys who are guys and girls who are just focused and ready to kind of up their up yeah, their next I've, I've step never in really life. looked into LinkedIn like that I've always thought of it like almost like indeed but I mean I guess it could be really beneficial to 
you know, hop on and I'll for sure have to look into that. Yeah, for sure. So is there anything you want to promote or tell people about or you ready to wrap it up or what? Um, anything nope. else you want to add on? I'm just thankful for the opportunity. Um, I'm thankful for you putting this together and giving me an opportunity to tell the world a little bit about myself. Yeah, awesome. So I had a I had a great time having you on. We had a we had a very good talk. It's always good to catch up. And I will see you next time I see you. Yes, Whenever I'm course, back in town, course. we gotta do something. All right. Well, it was nice having Liam on the show and hear more about what he's up to and things he's looking forward to in the future. So now we're gonna get into the company of the week. We just have one this week. And in honor of everyone having to get their classes for the upcoming semester soon and registration going on, I decided to do the company on Corsicle. Corsicle is an app that you're able to download on your phone and you find your school and you find any classes that are uploaded to the site. And if any of your classes become full, you're able to pick a certain class with a class number. And even though it's full, you can mark it as tracking. And what it'll do if the class opens up, it'll send you a message that someone else has dropped the class making a seat open. And you simply go onto your registration form in whatever school you're in and you can upload the class. It's super easy. The app's free. It's, um, it's awesome. So I actually used it last semester. I had a class that was full and a week before school started, I got a notification from Corsicle that a seat opened, just logged into my computer, registered for the class, dropped my other one. And it was perfect. So it ended up working out great. And um, that's all for this week. I'm heading out for spring break. So I will be back in about a week. Thank you everyone for listening. And if you can give us a follow on social media at cobbles.corner on Instagram, send any emails to cobblescorner at gmail.com. We will see you next Sunday.